0: So what is the difference between LDL cholesterol or LDL and ApoB? I get this question literally pretty much every day on social media. So before I get into that, if you guys could do me a huge favor, just scroll down a little bit, give me a five-star review, write some nice words. I would truly appreciate it. Not for me. I don't really do this for myself. I'm doing this mainly to help spread accurate information that's evidence-based about how to live longer, healthier, and happier based on what a cardiologist might tell you, or they're based on the science and the data without all the junk science from the medfluencer crowd. So LDL cholesterol, the LDL-C can be divided up into two things. The LDL is just a low-density lipoprotein. This is a low-density vehicle, let's say. The cholesterol is the payload. Most lipoproteins have two basic kinds of payloads. They have the cholesterol ester, or CE, um, and it's a cholesterol with a Y at the end instead of an O, not cholesterol, all cholesterol the cholesterol uh, ester that is inside and triglycerides. So for for all intents and purposes, we're just going to say cholesterol and triglycerides. That is what is inside of lipoproteins, whether they're chylomicrons, high density, low density, very low density, intermediate density, whatever it is, they generally mostly carry those two things, triglycerides. Or uh, cholesterol. That is a lipoprotein. When we talk about LDL cholesterol. Or if we say. What was your LDL? you know, Like a, like a normal person. Or your doctor might be. Well your LDL was really good. They're talking about your LDL C. Or your LDL cholesterol. They rarely mean cholesterol particle. Or, or like LDL particle counts. Like LDL P. What they are referring to is LDL C. Which is the amount of cholesterol that is in the LDL lipoprotein, the low-density lipoprotein. So that is what they generally mean. So if somebody says, what's your LDL? They're talking about your LDL cholesterol. So when we spin the tubes, and I go into great detail about this in my new cholesterol book, but we, we get your blood, we spin it in a thing called a centrifuge. Then we divide it up into... You know, then, you know, there's a fatty layer, there's serum. We pour off the serum. The fatty layer, depending on buoyancy and density, can either be higher up in the tube or lower down in the tube. The more dense things will be down lower. Like HDL is high density lipoprotein. Very dense things will be down at the bottom. Lipoprotein little a is also a little bit smaller and denser and will be down at the bottom. Now, low density lipoprotein, will probably be next, then like intermediate density, then very low density. You know, there's different um, levels of density and buoyancy, and that is how they're stratified in the uh, test tubes. So when we measure the LDL cholesterol, we're measuring the actual cholesterol that's inside of LDL lipoproteins. When we spin the tube, we take out all the LDL parts, measure the cholesterol. That is the amount of cholesterol in milligrams per deciliter of your blood, in a standardized fashion, that tells us what what how much cholesterol is in your low-density lipoproteins. That does track with heart disease. So don't get me wrong. In fact, the data shows, based on studies, that actually causes heart disease. The cholesterol that's actually in low-density lipoproteins is the cholesterol that actually causes atherosclerosis, right? Um, we got into that in a different podcast. Click through a little bit further back if you want to get into all that stuff. So what is B? So apolipoproteins, apo is just like a shortened word for apolipoprotein. sometimes we call them lipoproteins, but apolipoprotein B is a structural molecule or structural protein or peptide, whatever you want to call it, but is a structural molecule on the LDL particles. And it's also on chylomicrons, VLDLs, IDLs. These are the beta lipoproteins. They're called beta because they have this apolipoprotein B. B meaning beta. So these are people with these things called beta lipoproteins. They're, we can measure these beta lipoproteins. So what, what is that? The analogy I always use is of a car. If you're standing on by the street and cars are whizzing by, you look for all the ones with the blue ovals on the front. The blue ovals on the front are Ford's right? It's not a Chevy, it's not a Jaguar, it's not a, I don't know, Mazda. The blue oval means Ford. So the apolipoprotein B, the structural protein that's B, is like the Ford emblem on the front of a car. It is the thing that defines it as an actual Ford, right? So we know that the reason we measure, so when we get an ApoB, because every single particle has one single ApoB, we're sort of getting a particle count rather than getting an NMR and getting a LDLP, which is an LDL actual particle count, we're getting a surrogate marker for particle counts. You're measuring how many APOBs are in this, you know, milligram uh in, in milligrams per deciliter. It gives you a number and not only that, but gives you a target to treat. We know that below a certain number of APOB that we will have. Uh, better outcomes that we will have less heart attacks, less strokes, plaque regression, you know, plaque getting better, um, less mortality, less cardiovascular mortality, less all cause mortality. So that's why ApoB is important because it's a it's a not only a marker but it's also a target for treatment. So once you know what ApoB is, now you can kind of tell the difference. ApoB measures the lipoproteins like the vehicles as well as their payload. The the, L, the the passengers inside are the cholesterol. So LDL cholesterol is the passengers inside the lipoprotein, inside the Fords, and the ApoB is the emblem, the blue oval, on the Ford. So back to the vehicle example, cholesterol, LDL cholesterol, is the people inside the Ford, the ApoB is the Ford emblem. Now, the the reason why using ApoB is important and sometimes better is because there are a lot of conditions where LDL cholesterol can be lower, but you're still at risk. So, for example, especially insulin resistance, and there's probably a few other conditions, but in insulin resistance, if you have trouble clearing sugars and fatty acids from your bloodstream, your triglyceride count is going to be high. When you have lipoproteins that are high in triglycerides, they will be low in cholesterol. So your lipoproteins, even though your your LDL fraction, will have less cholesterol in it, but more triglycerides. So when you do an LDL cholesterol on somebody who has insulin resistance, their LDL cholesterol is actually lower because they have more triglycerides. But if you were to count an ApoB, it may actually be higher. They may have more ApoB particles or or... Because they need to carry on more cholesterol, but it's so full of triglycerides that they need more particles to carry that around. So let's say, again, back to our car analogy, there's adults in the car, they are cholesterol. There's also children in the car, they are the triglycerides. If you have too many triglycerides, you have too many kids in the car, you're not going to be able to transport them that much in the same car, because first of all, it's dangerous, they're taking up too much space, you can't carry around as many adults. You have two adults in the front, you have five kids in the back, that that car is full of triglycerides, which are kids, so there's less adults in there, there's less cholesterol in there. If you take out some of the kids, you can put more adults in there, but the, the, the amount that they can carry of each kind can vary slightly depending on size of the particles, but generally mostly uh, on the total number of particles. So the best way to carry around more kids and adults would be to call your friends and have them bring their cars over, Right? If I got eight kids and eight adults and we don't all fit in one car, we need like four or five different cars to get them to the game or wherever we're trying to go, you would need more vehicles. And those vehicles are the, the lipoproteins. And you can measure that by checking the ApoB because we know that the one thing that matters the most in atherosclerosis is the number of particles. The It's a particle gradient. The way that Atherosclerosis happens Is it's a particle gradient There are no particles On the inside of your arterial wall They're on your bloodstream Above a certain Concentration threshold They will infiltrate the wall And pass, pass through the wall In a passive way They just passively Can go in and out They pass through the wall Into your arterial lumen And that's where They start dumping cholesterol And the damage starts to occur So that's why It's important to understand this Because while they measure Multiple different things ApoB by itself kind of measures all of those things, and and, and it measures at least the important things. We don't really need to know how many adults or how many kids are in the truck, the Ford truck, but we do need to know how many total Ford trucks they are because if there's more Ford trucks, there will be more of them getting in to the arterial lumen. If you have more LDL particles, lipoprotein particles, full of cholesterol, more of them will get in So that's why ApoB, we are now trying to get people to use ApoB more because ApoB has that uh, ability to measure the total number of particles, which is actually the atherogenic uh, situation. The, The atherogenesis is caused by having more particles. So I hope that helps. If you want my lipid guide, click on my links. You get my cheap, not cheap, I'm sorry. You get my free but amazing, definitely not cheap. You get my free but amazing lipid guide. And if you want to learn more, I'm working on something way more in-depth and way more awesome, my cholesterol book um, should be coming out soon. I did a podcast about it a few, like a week ago or a few days ago on how far along we are. We're almost at 450 pages. We're at 94,000 words. We're getting very, very close to release and final copy to the publisher. So I appreciate all the patience. That will be awesome once it gets out there. Please share this with all your friends. And I love you all, and I'll see you in the next episode. Peace.